everyone and welcome back to Food for Thought. I'm Catherine and I'm Emily and today we are recording together in the same room for the first time so we're super excited to finally be back together and actually we've never recorded a podcast together. Uh, we've recorded one once in the summer together but oh yeah but that was like a, a group one. Yeah but this is like our first time sitting using our like platform to record on and we're like staring at each other in the screen right now even though we're sitting next to each other yeah um so um yeah that's exciting today we are going to talk about how you have the ability to create the environment that you are going to benefit in so kind of like making your environment beneficial for your mind and body and that it's all up to you And I think, like, something we were actually talking about earlier today, which I think ties in really well to creating your own environment that's right for you, is in relation to what you can and can't control. So I think a lot of us get super um, um, consumed by everything we can't control. And so, you know, like, comparing yourself to others and what others are doing and honestly, at the end of the day, it does. it's not worthwhile worrying and stressing about all the things you can't control because because you can't control them, you can't do anything about, about it. So instead, try and focus on what you can control and what you can do for yourself, your mind, your body, your health that you know intuitively works for you. And I really think it comes down to the people you surround yourself with the little things you do every day, your routine, and I guess just overall like the environment you Mm -hmm. choose to put yourself in. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people think that maybe it's the supplements and the like gym memberships you have, the um, like the diet you follow, and like it's so much more than buying things when you like you can just use the space that you're in to – kind of like create what works best for you you don't need to invest like money necessarily into all these things um so yeah I think that's just like kind of the main thing we want to like touch on and emphasize throughout this episode um maybe before we dive deep into it do you want to like talk about how our trip was because I realized you haven't even oh yeah sure so and then I got back from Punta Cana um I guess like a week ago but we seriously needed about a week to recover we came back and like so much work and we are running on little to no sleep so mm-hmm. I'm still I don't know if you can hear it in my voice but I'm kind of coming down with a cold right now just from lack of sleep and I think going from the super hot climate to all of a sudden the cold kind of shocked my body so I'm feeling a bit under the weather but um yeah so that one week was definitely needed for our our own rest and health but Mm -hmm. we're back and yeah we're happy to be back and obviously it's super fun to like go on vacation and just relax but I feel like towards the end I was like hey I'm kind of ready to be back um at home at school in a routine because well obviously like it's good to break from your routines I find a lot of like comfort in my routines when I'm stressed and anxious and so it's been really nice just being back at school and um Em's like finally back for good because she wasn't in Kingston till literally like last week mm-hmm. so it's been almost a year since you've been here I guess which is crazy yeah that's so, really yeah. crazy yeah but grad trip let's just say it was lots of late nights um drinking fried food no working out and lots of fun and that's okay 
I think that before the trip, I was like, oh, maybe I'll like work out in the mornings or something. But like, <laughs> I, I brought like, one sports bra and like a pair of biker biker shorts, being like, maybe I'll find my way to the gym like midday if I need a little pick me up. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, same. My body would not be able to do that. No, at all. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like for Em and I were at different resorts, but like we still got to see each other, which was nice. But, um, so I was in a room with like my housemates, Tori, Kat and Allie, and we would always like wake up at eight and then we'd order room service and like get ready for the beach as we waited for it. And then we'd get to the beach at like nine thirty ten, and we would stay there literally all day. You got was, there that early? Yeah. Oh, wow. Really see, early. Ours was a bit of a different, uh, speed at our resort. <laughs> we'd kind of like wake up take like shower you know make our way down to breakfast by like I don't know what time but usually like our day didn't really like get going at the resort until like 11 30 noon I want to say yeah I don't know we were super just wanted to make the most of the sun I guess and then get there mm-hmm. before it got crowded because our resort is massive and so many people were there um and then we'd kind of just sit at the beach slash pool till like 5 36 and then we wouldn't have like dinner till nine ten ish because oh my god the sun wow <laughs> I feel like I'm back in Tantana um <laughs> because the resort like didn't have reservations at their restaurants until late mm-hmm. but it was still nice we got to like come home shower and chill and then make our way to dinner and then we'd go out at night but like at our resort it wasn't that fun at night but yeah I think we definitely had some differences yeah um, at our resort our resort nightlife was really fun um anyway yeah sorry details now don't like, matter now I'm rambling on but I feel like it was nice to just do like a quick catch-up because our last episode was about like going on spring break and I think that we both handled it really well and had a, it's okay we both handled it really well had a lot of fun and even though we might have been worried about like being in a bikini all day and the foods you're gonna eat I think that I don't know it's made us I don't know, I'm really happy I went. Yeah, I'm very happy I went. And, like, yeah, those things did come up for sure in my mind just because, you know, like, it's hard not to be uncomfortable in a bathing suit from time to time. But I think it was also a nice reminder that, like, little things like that don't matter, especially when you're with a bunch of friends and, like, you're doing something that's fun and you're celebrating, like, graduating together sort of thing. And, yes, it was definitely, like, a break from a routine, which is nice and honestly needed, I think, because then it, when you come back, to your normal life your normal routines it almost makes you appreciate them more I find yeah and you realize how important they are to keep you grounded I mean not for everyone everyone's different but for me and I know you like our routines really keep us grounded and even my mom said to me on the phone the other day I was having like a moment of just anxiety and you know all that fun stuff and she was like make sure you're keeping up with you know going on a walk outside every day and mm-hmm. eating like your consistent meals and doing things that make you feel good and I guess that takes us back to like the topic of this yeah episode being like you have the power to create the environment that you can thrive in um so like why not do that for yourself sort yeah. of thing I think that it's important during this time like when you're trying to find the environment that works best for you it's important to be selfish and that if you're in an environment with maybe people who don't necessarily align with you or kind of make you feel like shitty about yourself or something I think it's important for you to like take action and either say something to the people or distance yourself from the people especially like I know friend groups like 
I went to an all-girls school in high school and definitely like some people there were pretty toxic and it can be so hard to be around and when you're in an environment with people who are constantly worried about what they look like, what they're wearing to parties and what they're eating, it can be like super detrimental to your health and I honestly I feel like sometimes it can be difficult um if you're going through something mm-hmm. that maybe your other friends like aren't experiencing and I guess I can kind of like connect this back to when I was struggling with my eating disorder I found it really hard like when maybe my housemates wouldn't eat till a certain time or like would skip meals and I was like why do I have to like eat all these meals like I shouldn't like I should be able to do what they're doing and so that just like wasn't the best environment for me and so like that's when I went home and like I got better being in an environment that was like more healing like I'd have more support from my family around me in terms of like making meals and stuff and eating with me and it's not to say that like my friends weren't helpful at all because they helped a tremendous amount in my recovery but there's some points in your life where you just need to be selfish and either like remove yourself from the situation or just like really tune into what you need Mm -hmm. and kind of like what you need to surround yourself by and Mm -hmm. every day it's different like sometimes I need to place myself in my room and just be alone because sometimes I get in weird moods and I don't want to talk to anyone I don't want to engage other times I need to be surrounded by my friends and just like even if it's just sitting and not talking so I think your environment another point we could like talk about is how your environment is always changing and you can build you can have a different environment kind of like every single day I want to say I don't know if that necessarily makes sense and I know I wrote a post on this I'm just trying to find it (laughs) but if you want to branch off that no yeah I think that's all of that is so true like obviously every day is going to be different life is always changing it's you know you are like other than the environment you create for yourself and the things you create in your environment I feel like our external environments are going to change regardless because you know after university we're going to be in a different spot and then you know when you start a new job you meet new people and like people are coming in out of your life you're going through different milestones in your life everything's always changing So at the end of the day, if there are a few little things that you can do for yourself in each of those different environments that keep you, you know, keep you grounded, keep you sane, keep you happy and feeling good, I think that's really important and important to find what those things are. Um, But going back to what you were saying before, like just being totally candid, because I haven't been in Kingston for a while, this is kind of like my first for like full week, week and a half here. And since being back, it's definitely been a little bit hard on me just because it is a change of environment and being in a house full of girls isn't always the easiest thing because, you know, the comparison game comes out. You start to, like, worry about what other people are doing, like I said in the beginning. And Catherine and I sort of had, like, a quick chat before this talking about, like, it's not even worth your time to worry about what those other people are doing even if it might trigger you even if it might make you doubt yourself even if you might start to rethink everything you've been doing in the past you can't control that you can't tell them what to do you can't tell them a change and so you're better off putting that stress putting that worry away and going back to like your roots going back to what you know you can control and like Catherine said like if that means escaping to your room for the day to be with yourself that's fine and that's the environment you might need that day 
or you know I might need to go for a walk because I know that's what make me makes me feel good and that's good for my mental health and I honestly think selfish moments like that are what help me keep me like bring me back to what I know is good for me mm-hmm. um, because sometimes I lose sight of that especially when I'm comparing myself and yeah sorry that was like a tangent but I hope that all made sense no that definitely makes sense and like it's hard because I think that so many people like even obviously guys don't talk about it as much but I think that comparison is a thing that affects everyone whether it be like what you eat what you do throughout the day how much work you get done the job that you get um the amount of friends you have like there's always some sort of comparison going on and like it's really hard to control and I it's hard to not sometimes I'm like oh it's the people I'm around but it's like you're the one who is comparing yourself like it's something that you it's rooted in yourself and it's like obviously like hard and you want to tell people to like not do that or like do this instead but it all comes from you and it is rooted within yourself and so that's when you just need to kind of like go back and recognize what you need to do and how you need to set up your day or life whatever to be successful and happy and I wrote kind of like a post on my Instagram a while back about it and I kind of just wrote about how like the space that you live in reflects your mood and I um I guess like I talked about like tidiness and stuff and like my room but like the house that you live in the people you surround yourself by it's honestly like that's gonna reflect who you are as a person and I think that oftentimes we can kind of like latch on to behaviors of other people that can then impact our like mood and the way we act towards other people and we can almost like get caught up in the other people we surround ourselves with and kind of not realize that we're changing ourselves so I think that's kind of just important to note because you want to be with surround yourself with people who kind of share the same values as you doesn't mean you need to be the same person but like if you value honesty, loyalty, things like that, um, it's important that you surround yourself by those people. But um, kind of going off of the post that I wrote, it was more so about um, just like, I guess it's another, maybe we can wait to talk about this because it's another aspect of environment. If you have anything to add on to my point. Um, I'm kind of like blanking on my brain right now. So that's okay. Okay, well, I can just move on to this. It's not necessarily about like people, but more like the environment itself. So I talked about like my room and how I try to keep it as clean as possible and put together because when my room is clean, my bed's made and well, it's not that clean, but when it is clean, it kind of just like makes me feel more put together and makes me feel like I'm in a good like place and stuff and Like, I don't know, I fill my room with things that make me happy. So, like, I have flowers in my room. I have pictures, posters. really pretty. (laughs) Thanks. My salt rock lamp, books, just, like, all the things that kind of – Things like that. Yeah, things like that. Things that (laughs) ground me and make me happy. And um, I think that when my room is, like, a mess or – not how it normally is it really reflects my mood and I find that when I'm stressed overwhelmed sad my room becomes messy Mm -hmm. and so it kind of shows that like the space that you live in does reflect your mood Mm -hmm. like even our like living room downstairs after a weekend of partying at our university house like 
it gets super super messy because I'm just shaking my head right now because I have nothing to say like it's so disgusting <laughs> but it's because we all just are so tired and stressed by the end of the weekend because one we've been running on no sleep and two we're we have so much work as university students so like it kind of shows how like our mood like we just become tired stressed and whatever whenever our house is a mess but it like gets that way because of how we feel and because you know we go out on weekends we order food and like yes it's so fun in the moment but it can be draining and like hard to do um I was gonna add on to that just like you were talking about like your room reflects the way you feel I feel like you can also spin that on to the way you know we present ourselves like the way we take care of our bodies like our hygiene our outfits and I know a lot of people can relate to this but I sometimes if I know I have to have a really productive day I'll put on somewhat of a more nice outfit I guess it makes me feel more put together um, if my hair is dirty, like I'll shower and wash it, which I definitely need to do right now. Um, but when I feel dirty, like when I'm in sort of like slouchy, gross clothes, I feel gross. I feel tired. I don't get as much done. Um, so I think those are things you control to make yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like that, like, I think that's a normal thing that most of us are like, oh yeah, like that makes sense. But then when it comes to, like, food, people are then so weird about it. But it's, like, why is it weird to nourish your body with three meals a day that make you feel good? It's the same thing as, like, taking a shower and taking care of your body. Mm-hmm. Like, you should be taking your care of your body by the foods that fuel your brain that aren't going to make you tired. Just, like, you know, wearing an outfit that might make you feel more energized and put together and whatever. Like, I think it applies to every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. And it's so simple, like, you can overcomplicate anything, but when it comes down to it, like, just eat what makes you feel good, eat what gives you energy. If you decide to do a workout because you want to feel, you know, that little burst of endorphins or whatever it is for your mental health, like, refuel your body Mm -hmm. and make sure you're taking care of yourself because school and life and social life and everything and late nights can get so draining and sometimes we can't control those things. So focus on what you can control in your life with your body and your environment and the people you're with. Yeah. Branching and, off of that point, yeah. I kind of have, like, another um, – not tip, but, like, you can just talk about body image is something that comes to mind when I think about, like, the environment that I want to be in. It doesn't necessarily need to be, like, the physical space, but, like, my mind and, like, the space in my mind – So I obviously still get bad body image days. I think everyone does, regardless if you're recovered from an eating disorder, body image issues, or just if you've never struggled or been diagnosed with an eating disorder, um, everyone has bad body image days. It's just inevitable. And there's some days when my mind just, like, I feel like I, like, fully, like, just shut down and... I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to eat. I want to work out. And that's just something that I know is like not great for my mind and is just going to put me in a worse place. So when I do have a bad body image day, um, to make myself feel better and like happy and try, obviously it's like you don't want to shut out the feelings because it's important to recognize what you're feeling, but I'll put on clothes that make me feel comfortable I make sure that I eat three meals at least or like I'd eat how I normally eat 
and if I'm having trouble with that, then I'll, like, tell a friend, be like, can you make sure that I eat this, like, like, a couple months ago, I remember I was having a bad day, and I just texted one of my housemates, and I was like, can you make sure that I eat something when I get home from class, and, like, they did, you just have to ask people, if you need extra help, just ask those around you, and if you don't have people around you, set reminders in your phone, but I think it's super important to not just because you're not feeling great about yourself or in your body does not mean you should restrict. You should try to make the most of, like, I don't know why I said make the most, but <laughs> <laughs> just, like, try your best to create a space in your mind and um, just, I don't know, I just really blanked there. That's fine. But just, like, create a space for healing and comfortability. You don't need to be perfect. But I think that's just, like, those are some things that I do, and it really, like, changes my mindset because as soon as I'm, like, no, I can't do that, like, I'm just, like, I'm not having a bad body image day, and you kind of trick yourself thinking that you're having, like, a good day. It's really fun. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, I feel like I had a point, and I feel like so many things are in my mind right now. I can't even put them into words. But um, for me, I think, like, body image is so I mean you, it's funny because you can have a really good day and feel great about yourself and feel you know like you're not even thinking about it and then like literally the day after you could feel like you're carrying around a backpack of like yeah. even 20,000 pound weights on your back on your mind on like literally everything and you feel horrible about yourself and you start to question everything about life and yeah the way that you you know go about your day even everything like even a couple hours oh yeah after. and it's crazy it's so it's such a weird phenomenon but you have to remind yourself that like those days have like an end date like it's going to end that hour of feeling terrible will end you will wake up the next day hopefully I mean feeling like that feeling doesn't exist anymore so you have to like power through that and remind yourself of that because it's just a small like small small little blip on just like the rest of your life Mm -hmm. like sometimes I really just like sit back and like think about what I think about sometimes and I'm like Emily why are you spending so much time worrying and stressing about such a small unimportant thing in the grand scheme of life like I feel like over the past year I've learned a lot about what's really important and like what makes me happy and who makes me happy and at the end of the day like that's all you can do for yourself is do the things that make you happy because everything else is so irrelevant sometimes Mm -hmm. and we get caught up in thinking that they're so relevant and I think that's just like again the environment you surround yourself in like sorry I'm rambling right now but when I was in France like I I told someone this the other day I didn't have one single body bad body image day until one weekend where I was surrounded by a whole bunch of girls from my university and all of a sudden I felt like I was transported back into this like North American university culture and my mind started going crazy but other than that like I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this but basically is like you got to find your people you got to find your place and you got to find the environment that works for you yeah well I had no idea yeah I could get into it more after but maybe off yeah um kind of going I guess I'm just keep going off points, but um, I guess I can kind of have a connection almost to camp, but as a staff member at camp, I don't work there anymore. Well, Emily and I actually both used to work there, 
Um, sometimes it can become overwhelming and like, I guess it, in any place there can mm-hmm. be like negative environments and it's hard to kind of set yourself apart from the people who are um, pushing negative energy out into the world. And I find that I'm often influenced by the people around me. So like if everyone around me is like in a bad mood or sad or whatever, then I tend to feel those emotions as well. And that goes with stress and stuff. When I have people around me who are like, oh, I'm so stressed about this. I have so much work to do. Um, that's something that really stresses me out, even when I might not have a lot of work. And I know Mm -hmm. like sometimes I'm guilty of being like, oh, I have so much work. And like, I'm definitely trying to get better and work on that. But in those situations, that is when you need to remove yourself from the situation. Because if you don't want to be in a negative mindset, if you don't want to be sad or anxious, and like the people around you are like saying things or acting in ways or like just saying negative things about themselves or people and you don't want to be around that that's kind of when you need to remove yourself and this is not necessarily this honestly hasn't happened to me in a little bit but if like people around me are super stressed out it stresses me out so I kind of just like okay I'm gonna go on a walk I'll be back I'm feeling stressed and then I'll just walk it out and sometimes I'll call my mom talk to her or like listen to a podcast and then yeah I just come back and I'm like hey like I'm not like everyone else I don't need to follow in their emotions and how they're feeling I don't want that to like impact my mood so I think in those situations it's important to remove yourself from the situation or just like put in your air sorry not your put in your headphones (laughs) put in your headphones and listen to something if you like still want to be around people but don't necessarily want to engage or listen to the conversations that are being um had yeah and like on that point like don't be afraid to not be a follower like sorry that sounds kind of rude but a lot of us are so caught up in what everyone else is doing and like we feel like we always have to fit in and like it's just like kind of like a a natural thing for humans to feel like we want to fit in with the crowds and sometimes that just does not work for us in our like favor and it's okay to not, you know, go out if some if all your housemates or friends are going out if you don't feel up to it. It's okay not to wear what everyone else is wearing. And it's okay to, like, be selfish and remove yourself from an environment that might put you on edge or might make you, you know, rethink about your self-worth. And, yeah, because honestly, it's not even being selfish. It's looking out for yourself. And if you are, if you are constantly trying to get to the best version of yourself, doing the things that make you feel good, then you're going to be a better version of yourself for others around you as well and for the people you love. So that's also another like big reminder I always tell myself. like I always remind myself that I'm not only doing this for myself, but I'm doing this for people around me. And like I want to be the happiest, healthiest, brightest version of myself so I can, you know, like radiate that onto my friends and you know bring them up like Catherine Mm -hmm. says she doesn't like being around people who are negative and who bring people down and who are stressed all the time so using that like I don't want to be that kind of person that brings Catherine down like I want to be the person that she can turn to if she needs to be uplifted and like the person she can go on a walk with to make herself feel better like I want to be that friend for those around me so I need to do the things that make me feel good to start off with So in the end, it's really not an act of like being selfish. It's really being selfless for your friends and your family. And yeah, honestly, yeah, I I totally like resonate with everything that you said. I literally like Friday night, I 
did not go out. My whole house was going out. I didn't go out. I just was, like, in a weird mood, like, and it's weird because I was having such a good night, and then I was kind of just, like, a couple things, like, happened. Not even, nothing happened necessarily, but it was just, like, my mind was kind of just, like, taking me to other places and, like, making me question things and my, like, worth and everything, and I was, like, okay, like, I cannot go out. I don't want to be around people. I know that I just need to, like, be on my own and relax, and, like, it's hard for me because I get terrible FOMO, and it's something I'm really, really trying to work on, but I feel like I always have to be doing, like, going out with my friends or going out, going to, like, dinner with my friends, and it's hard because I love being with my friends, but at the same time, you have to remember that, like, it's way more productive to have a night in or to skip out on something if it's going to, like, improve your mood, improve your Mm -hmm. mental health, and so, yeah, I'm honestly proud of myself for recognizing that, and I've like this year I've definitely been like obviously I want to make the most of our last year university but if I'm not feeling up to it I'm not going to go out and drink like because I know that the next day if I drink too much like I'm just not going to feel happy and normally the next day after drinking I'm definitely a little bit more down so just like being selfish and you don't need to do every single thing that your friends are doing like Mm -hmm. at all and that goes through like not even just um going out at night but like for example our housemates are at the gym right now and like I don't necessarily I didn't necessarily feel the like need to go with them and like I don't know you just don't need to do whatever all your friends are doing all the time Mm -hmm. like it's important to do things on your own and be on your Mm -hmm. own as well because as much as like it's like good to be with people it's also important to be independent yeah and yeah when you didn't go out like I knew that you weren't feeling up to it and sometimes it's like it's good to like push your friends and be like you know, I think you'll have more fun. You'll feel better if you do this. Mm-hmm. But there are other boundaries that you have to, like, set. And I knew that you wouldn't be convinced to go out because you needed that time mm-hmm. to yourself. And honestly, I was in such a weird mood that night, too. But I was like, okay, I'm going to be, like, the better friend for Catherine and not, like, force her to come out yeah. and just acknowledge that she needs that time for herself. And I was proud of you. Like, it's it's hard sometimes. Like, you want to go out, but if you don't feel up to it, you're like, oh, do I want to? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I definitely – I don't know why it's such a hard, like, a dilemma sometimes for me. Like, I feel like it's definitely more, like, obvious. Like, I feel like you can tell when, like, some people are really, really in need of, like, a night in or, like, yeah. their time alone versus, like, when maybe you could kind of push for them. Because sometimes, like, I in the past had, like – sometimes brought to my house and it's like make sure that I like come out tonight or make sure that I um yeah just make sure that I come out and like hang out with you guys because sometimes I know that I deep down need to be surrounded by people mm-hmm. but other times like when I know I like actually need to be alone and focusing on myself like I know and I'm like no I cannot go out I don't want to do this and like there's no way that um, my mind's going to change so in that sense it's important to stand your ground yeah Stand your ground. Sorry, we're (laughs) we're being really silly in the camera right now. Um, On that note, I think I am starting to drift away from normal brain functions. Um, (laughs) Same. Moral of the story is that really it's all up to you to, like, put yourself in an environment that works for you. And I feel like when you know who your people are and your places and the things that are good for you, you know, like your body tells you like, no, this is not good. Yes, this is good. Mm-hmm. So really listen into those cues that your brain and your body is telling you and lean into those 
to become the best mm-hmm. and happiest, healthiest version of yourself because that is what is most important at the end of the day. Yeah, just be in tune with yourself. And if you don't really know what's going on in your head, like journal it out or just rant to a friend. Yeah. Or even like I was listening to, I can't remember what podcast. It might have been CMOS Girlies, but one of them was saying how like when they like need to ramble or like talk and like get stuff out of their head, they'll like go on a walk and like pretend they're on the phone. And just, like, rant everything and just, like, spill everything out so that, like, they're not, like, necessarily telling it to a person, but, like, they're just getting it out of their head. So I know that that can work for people if they don't like yeah. journaling, but I really like that one. It's kind of funny. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. I don't think I'd be able to pull that off because I think I'd start laughing at myself, and I think people might look at me weirdly, but that might work for other people. So definitely yeah. give that a try if that your thing yeah um but anyway thanks for (laughs) thanks for joining us guys and thanks for um kind of just being uh just listening and honestly sorry one last thing i saw um on saturday night meg who was on our podcast a few episodes back or i guess many episodes back now yeah um where she came on and shared her story which is definitely a really good episode so if you haven't listened to that yet definitely go back and listen to that one but anyway i bumped into her at the party and she was just saying how much she like appreciated this opportunity to like come on and share her story and how that really helped her moving forward and it was just like little things like that like she was like keep up the good work i know this is helping a lot of people and just saying that really kind of gave us Mm -hmm. like validation that maybe this is a good thing and hopefully it's like touching a few of you and making an impact in some of your lives and that's kind of all we can ask for at the end of the day so yeah thanks for being our listeners and coming back every week yeah we really appreciate it and um if you want to come on the podcast or if there's anyone specific you want to hear let us know we have some fun guests coming up which will be exciting. Um, so yeah, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Food for Thought Pod so you can kind of stay updated with all of our episodes. We also post kind of like um, I don't just even good know, vibes. Just, yeah, good vibes. And yeah, so we will talk to you guys next week and have a great week and weekend, everyone. Bye. Bye.